Welcome back to Beach Theory, everybody. That's right. This is your handsome host, Michael Beach. And Rebecca Beach. My beautiful spouse. <laughs> I wouldn't be here without you, babe. I wouldn't be here either. You're so cute. And to everyone watching on YouTube, you can see our beautiful faces. But if you can't see our face, that's okay. You can hear our can soothing voices. voices. <laughs> so, we got a fun episode today. Last episode, we talked about... Corbin and the horrible experience we had with his birth in Florida. But his his birth, like the actual birth, it was, was good. Great. But his the pregnancy, such an and easy like, birth, good baby. Yeah, good baby. It wasn't his fault at all. Yeah, it was the doctors and the nurses. And today we're going to talk about <laughs> something that I know is sure to make Rebecca very excited. Uh oh, I don't even I don't even think I asked you what we were talking about next. Surprise! Ooh. Uh, so I was working at the temple. We talked about this a few episodes ago, full time. Yes, the Orlando, Florida Temple. And now I don't, I don't remember much. I, it seemed like kind of a blur. Temple for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, by the way. Yeah. So Corbin was born, and then several months later, a springtime. Yes. And you approached me. It was about two months after you got a job. No. Yeah. Was it in February? Did you get your job in February? <laughs> you're, you're putting out numbers, but you I have no idea. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got the job like in October or November. Because I'd been working there oh. for a while before Corbin was born. Oh, yes. Okay. So I think it was about two months before Corbin was born is what I'm saying. That I got the job. Yes. That sounds right. Yes. So October. Uh-huh. And then you had him in, no- in December. And mm-hmm. then it was sometime, wasn't it in March or April that you got a phone call from Jennifer? Okay, so it was in March. Okay. March, probably about halfway through March. We, I had had enough. I was, I had a newborn baby. What more do you want from me? I went and got a job. You got a job. And I was, we were, this is how we work in our marriage. I know. We did, we. I bend over backwards and then it becomes not good enough. (laughs) Quiet. (laughs) (laughs) No, we have. Just like we said a few a few podcasts ago, I had a list of all the things that bothered me the most that right. were the biggest issue. And the biggest issue when I was pregnant with Corbin was that Michael was doing a sales job. So I sent him a letter, an ultimatum, and he got a job. Right. That was the best thing. That was a great turning point for yep. us. It was very good. Then I had another thing on the list after that, and this was get the out next. of this house. We had to get out of that house. We had now two kids instead yep. of just one. We were living in one room yep. off with the garage, all of us, sharing a kitchen with the rest. Sharing of my a kitchen with the rest of his family. It was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. They were uncomfortable. We were uncomfortable. It was yeah. uncomfortable for everyone. Right. And I could tell they were unhappy with us, and I was unhappy with them parenting my kids or my kid or giving me parenting advice or just not, I didn't have the space I needed slash wanted. And so, and freedom. Mm -hmm. I felt like I was a child in his parents' house, but I also had the responsibility of an adult and to take care of my own kids. It was hard. It was so hard. Right. And it was, and I could see that you you were kind of starting to shut down again. And what do you mean by shut down? Explain that because you mentioned that in another episode. So Rebecca, if you know anything about Rebecca, she's always very happy. She's always joking around and making pranks and teasing and just like everything is good, you know? And when you stop doing those things, like you're not, you're not joking around. You're not teasing. You're very so sober and serious. 
That's what I mean when I say shutting down, because that's you're just not being yourself anymore. No. And I was not being myself. My right. mom had come to Florida and that really helped me. So right. that was in December. And I think she left she was there for Christmas, but right. she left shortly after Christmas sometimes. So the new year, it was March by this time. So I think January, when, February, March, three months I, later. When I got the job at the temple, did my mom ask us for more rent money because I was working and making more money? I don't remember. I All I know is that she was upset because you were no longer working for her. Right. And she felt entitled to that because of the low rent. Right. So she kind of was like, well, I'm giving you a deal, 50 bucks a month, so you have to work for me. Right. So then and I did work for her. I did a lot of projects for her just around just, the house. We just never had enough money, even with, it just felt like we were indentured servants, I guess, in my mind. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And um, no way to get ahead. We just could not get ahead unless he got his real job. And then he finally got his real job. And So you approached me and you asked me a question. I said, Michael, we've been here for 18 months now. Was it 18 months? It was. It we was December to December, baby. so it was a year and a few months. I said, we have another baby, and I am not happy here. I know we're encroaching on their space too much. Yep. And Oh, and right about the same time, my brother Matthew and his wife Margaret oh, yeah. had actually moved in. So they actually converted the garage. They so saw the need for it. We, we were in the bedroom off knew. the garage, but the garage itself was still a garage. But my parents actually converted the garage into a another bedroom bedroom slash kitchen kitchenette. kitchenette. Yeah, right. And so my brother and his wife had just had their baby right at the same time as Corbin. Oh my, yeah, same Only theirs baby. was born very same premature. Time. Yes. Do you know it was like a month or two yes. premature? And he had he had was some, in the NICU some for a long time. issues with his intestines. And right. They had had a really hard time. But so, they had and moved they into the afford, garage. I think they couldn't afford a apartment anymore either so right. so it was like not only was it having us be there with our two it babies was the but, pressure of two kids and right but then they moved adults. into the next room and and they were living there and, and so your family was like okay let's finish this crowded. kitchen we got to finish it so right. that we can have our own kitchen back because now it's getting more crowded right and so <sighs> so now say again what you asked me let's get out of here right i said i have basically had enough i'm not happy right i i literally bought a punching bag because <laughs> i couldn't communicate I to your family the same way that i communicated so to you my got family. out all your frustrations so i bought a punching bag, bag so that i could punch it whenever i was so mad that i and i couldn't communicate the way i wanted to yeah um and keep in mind i was pregnant for some of that i had a brand new baby for Did some you have of a punching that bag after, before you gave birth to corbin I, if I didn't, I wish I had. Let's just <laughs> say soon that. After, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I was like, Michael, I've had enough. I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Can we please move? Keep in mind, I've asked him this so many times. It is not the first but time I've asked him. But it was in the cards. That. And this is where I would say, hey, look, what do we do? You know, but we were making a little bit you more. You would money. never say, oh, you know, you never had this reaction, which you had this time, which right. was, hey, if fine, if you can find right. a job and a house all at the same time, then I'll move back to Utah. Yeah. He never said that. He was always like, "No, it's too hard. I have a good job." Or, right. "No, I'm. I just want to keep trying with the bees." Or, "No, I haven't given." You know, my mom is planning on building this thing in the backyard. She really needs our help. Like there were always reasons. And uh, <sighs> I could tell that my that my boss at the temple, 
who was also my bishop in our ward for the church. Uh, yeah. I could tell that he was kind of grooming me to to be a long-term yes. employee there. Oh, you could have been there for a long he was, time. He was taking me to classes to get education on different things. Yeah. He was training me on a lot of things that the other employee there who was just a temp yes. wasn't getting the same training. So he, he really liked I you. I could tell he really liked me. He, he wanted, wanted to me work to stick with around you for a long, long time. time. Yep. And so, like, um, I was expecting to be there also for a long time. And yeah. if it meant that we bought an apartment or bought a house or something, that would be... But keep in mind that wouldn't have been in the cards for a long time because it was a new job and people don't banks don't loan on on a new job. Right. So when you <laughs> especially me, if you've had a bad history with jobs, right? I mean, I or did, inconsistent, definitely did. Yeah. So you said, "Hey, I want to I want to change something," and I said, "If you can find," you said, "I want to go back to Utah." Is that what I want to move back to Utah? I want to be with my family. And I said, "I, I don't want to live them. in the trailer in the parking lot anymore in the garage, you know, yep. driveway." So I said, "If you can get us a job." And a house. Yep. If you can find something, then I'll then I'll do it. And I was like, oh. And I, like, he had never reacted that way. He was always saying, you know, no, that's not in, that's not what we're going to do. I'm right. not okay with that. We have to stay. Let's stick it out. We have a lot of reasons to. We're saving right. money. We And at that point, we were just barely starting to get, not even ahead, but catch up right. from Paying his job. Bets. So getting moving on at that point was like it was the first time we ever were like being consistent and right. having a good income and it was like why move on right now this is the best we're in time a good place. well that's i think that's our plan that we got here with is finally working basically right i think that's why i said find another job because at this point i've we been gonna... i've been convinced that having a steady job was necessary yes i think i remember actually considering like transferring to another temple job in, in totally Utah and that would something. have been really cool actually i think because i was like already in the network or yeah. whatever so what happened at that point was um i that day i asked him like in the middle of the day when he got home from work one day and i was like hey is there any way we can move back to each other he's like yeah job in house and then i was like okay and i had such a relief i was so happy that i didn't even like, I just wanted to relish in the relief knowing that it was possible. It was an option. I didn't even, like, I was just so relieved. I didn't even focus on, okay, I'm going to go look at jobs right now or anything like that. You didn't look at any jobs or no. houses. You were just kind of like, I was just like, ah, <sighs> it's nice to know. I can be happy here for a few days while I'm, before I even move on and start looking for jobs. Right. So I decided I wasn't going to look for jobs. I was just going to relax that day, the very next day. And my sister called and she's the like, thinkable happens. <laughs> Yeah, the miracle happens. She calls and she's like, I'm looking for jobs right now. And there's just this one that popped up and it made me think of you. It's this live-in storage unit job where you get paid, but you also have a house. And I was like, oh, no way. <laughs> this was the next oh, day. Oh my goodness. I didn't ask for that. Right. What was crazy uh, is we'd been in Florida for a year and a half and she never called us about ever. anything before. Like, I mean, maybe I visited her, blue. but not about a job, not about anything like that. Right. Nobody was ever trying to get us to come back. She's like, I don't even know if you're interested, but... I they wanted us back, but they didn't... They respected you know our ideas. It, right? Yeah. So... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> even to this day, I'm like, that was Heavenly Father. Yep. That was his hand saying, Absolutely. yes, this is the right step to take. Yes, good job for finally thinking up this Utah. idea. Right. Get back to Utah. <laughs> Here's here is your escape route you know right. <laughs> like, so when she told me about this and i came home from work i was just like no way wow what? like we have to 
Let's like, look into it. I guess I have to. I mean, I told you I would if we could get a house and a job. And I'm like, next day, without even trying, here's a house and a job. So <laughs> I was like, wow, this is meant to be. Yeah. I've never seen anything so clear. Fall into place. Fall into place. That it was like, like that. this is meant to be. And yep. if it's, if it's th- there's no way that's just a coincidence. It, there, there, how can you explain that? Right. You can't. Too many things had to fall into place To perfectly. say it's a coincidence is to deny just how divine that became that was so meant to be yes from heavenly father so and that's how we recognize it and so at that point i said we prayed about it and we felt so good let's let's try for it so we did a skype interview yeah (laughs) which was funny because the interviewer our boss later he's like skype i've never done skype Okay, so I was like, we were like kind of teaching him how to do Skype because we had learned how to do Skype when I wanted to Skype with my family while they were in Utah and I was yeah. in Florida. So that was kind of funny. We yeah. like taught the boss <laughs> yeah, how to so Skype. We turned on Skype uh, and he asked us all these questions and we got to see him face to face. And yep. it was probably 15, 20 minute yeah. conversation. And he's like, well. And by the end of the conversation, he said, all right, um, I want to go ahead and offer you guys the position. Yeah. If you guys Be here get, and get out here by April something, April 15th yeah. or something. It was like two or three weeks right. was all. So it was like, it ended up being that we were like, yes, we're taking the job. It feels so good. We'll have our own place. Yeah. Our own place. Even though it was also our office. Right. <laughs> but it was our own. Yeah. Like, and we didn't own it. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like great hey we got the job so i went back to my boss at the temple two weeks notice and i just something. said hey here's the situation like i explained the whole thing i said look she asked me this question i told her yes if you can get a house and a job the next day this opportunity presented itself and to my bishop and my boss I, he's my spiritual leader i figure if he'll anybody understand. he'll understand yeah. like this is obviously heaven sent you yes. can't be mad because you know we're <laughs> following our prompting, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, mm-hmm. I think he was only upset to the extent that he was sad to lose me. Yes. But he recognized that everything that right I said was us. right for us. Yes. And he supported us 100%. He was very cordial and kind and supportive. Yeah. But I could tell that he was sad that yeah. I was leaving. Yep. Because I think he really liked having me around. He did. You guys, and I was sad you, to go too. Yeah. You were sad to leave that job. It was a it was a good job. It was the first job that yeah. really, really was like, this is consistent. This could be something real. Yeah. And then we left. Yeah. <laughs> and our uh my my dad and your dad. Yep. Your dad, your real dad. Yeah, my biological father. He and came your dad and my drove dad drove a truck with a trailer. Drove from Mount Pleasant, Utah, all the way up or all the way down to Florida. Yep. Picked yep. us up, gave us a brought a trailer and helped us haul, put all of our stuff in it. I think they were there for a few days or a They week. did stick around for a couple of days. Like, maybe it was a week, something no, like that. No, it was only like two or three days. Okay. Just enough to go to the beach, I think. And yeah, explore a little bit yeah, and then be done. Just kind of hang out, take a break from the trip. Yes. Because that's a long drive. That was a long drive, especially country. for my daddy has back problems. So that was like... We loaded up the trailer and, uh, and we just Woo! made the trek back. Yes. I remember at this point... And I just would like to say that we <laughs> left... The place better than what we've when we found it. Oh, absolutely! We left it decorated and clean and beautiful, absolutely. and that has always been my attitude. Whenever we leave some place that we've rented or that Let, leave it better than you like, found it. Yeah, absolutely. leave it better than you we found did. it. You don't need to destroy it if you don't. If you didn't have a good experience there, that doesn't matter. Right. Show respect. We did. You know, and it was it better. Good. Um, and uh, I remember we had uh, when I totaled the Corolla when I was selling Cutco. 
I took a loan from my parents and I had since paid it back, but we yeah. bought a another Toyota, but it was a Celica. Toyota Celica. Two-door with two-door two sports kids car. in the back. <laughs> two-door four-seat sports car. Not practical at all. And I put on the top of the Celica, I put the roof box with all of our things. That's right. And we had you and me and James and Corbin in the back. Yeah. And we drove the whole way. Did we have a roof box? I don't we think did. we did. I remember we? because oh. I remember thinking, this is a lot of weight. And oh, I'm afraid. Tiny car. <laughs> right. Well, the, here's the weirdest part. So the Celica was a stick shift. I, you taught me how to drive. I taught stick him <laughs> how to drive a stick shift. I learned how to drive on a stick shift myself. But you taught me, and I got Prideful really good at it. Full moment. <laughs> it's all right. You, you earned it. Um, yeah. And I remember it was a good car. It drove yes. perfectly fine for months. Yes. But I remember the minute that we strapped the roof box on that thing and filled started. it up, it started having problems. <laughs> yeah. The car started we having... We got to Utah safely, though. It so became really good. gutless, and it didn't have a lot of power. Yeah. And nobody could figure out why. Yeah. And even after we made it back to Utah, it continued to have problems. Yeah. And so I sold it. And we got a minivan. Yeah. Which was, was a very good decision. Was after that we made had it no back heat to Utah. in it, but hey, it was a minivan. I just remember driving... <laughs> Back to Utah, and yeah. uh, we'd drive overnight. We took turns driving, sleeping yep. in a rest stop, just trying to get back as fast as we could. We got back really quickly. It was hard on the kids. It was hard on us. But you know what? Three days, and we were back. It was nice to be back. Oh, and we had a house. And a job. And a job. All it was in incredible. One. It was like we, a dream We were like, true. holy cow, three weeks ago, there was no hope of leaving, that, of right. leaving Florida. Right. And we were going to be there for years. And yep. it was endless right and then what it was like three was it three weeks from that point maybe it was even two weeks yeah. no probably three weeks from the time we got from got the call I think from it was jennifer three. Yeah. yeah so we ended up with a new house a new van new setup the van came later yeah that did come a little bit later but close to it so we moved into the storage units and we started managing them yeah. and it was great you so you uh, I was still nursing Corbin. You were still nursing. He was only a few months old, but you were able to manage it on your own. And I actually turned around and got another job. So we were like living large. Well, like, it was, you were making four hundred. Great, four hundred a month, and then I didn't have to pay any rent. Right, or utilities, or utilities. And they gave that us was a cell phone, care of. so we didn't have yes. to pay for a cell phone anymore. So we had a cell phone taken care of, rent taken care of, utilities, and we were making four hundred dollars a month. And his job. And I was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go get another job. I don't think I even ever gave it a second thought to go get another job. Well, obviously, because I was like, I can handle this. Like, this is just, all I had to do was sit in the office. I just remember thinking, like, we could have lived off that 400, but I just never even considered it. I just went and got a job. Until later. Until later. Yeah. And we'll get into that. But I went and got a job at Die Cuts with a view. Yes. And I was working at a warehouse. Yes. And that was actually really cool because... He liked his job and I liked mine and we were making money and we were finally, finally, finally supporting ourselves and not mooching off of anyone. But Unless I, you could consider that job kind of mooching. No. A mooching. It was a step you up for mooching. It. I was earning it, but I didn't have to pay rent. I doesn't matter. You, you earned it. It was a good step up. You worked hard. <laughs> yeah. You had to evict a lot of people and That's grow back down when people were like, oh my ah, goodness. Don't, don't auction yeah. all my stuff, but and I'm I was not like, pay you. Too bad. Pay for your stuff or I'm going to auction it off. And so I did. And well, I Because you had to. That was your job. And there were lots of messes. And like that storage unit was just a wreck when we got there. And... 
I a lot of delinquencies. We delinquencies had to and evict. a lot of people that were that were like mystery storage units. They were like, "Who's in here? Who's and stuff whose this? stuff is this? And why are they not paying?" <laughs> so I was just like, "Okay, we have a storage uh, unit auction coming up." Yeah, we cleaned that place <laughs> up good. We made it like spick and span, work in order. Like it we was raised the rent. Occupancy was nearly 100. percent Nobody had lived there. We they actually when we got that job, they brought in a modular home for us so nobody had lived at that storage unit before or we did so what had been happening it didn't have a gate either people were just driving in and they saw an open storage unit and they would put their stuff in it and not pay and not tell who <laughs> who's it like once i could tell that some of the people when i got there and we started living on property and we started cleaning out all the storage units some some of the mystery units would just be gone like yeah. I could tell they were like, oh man, get out of here, quick. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this for free anymore. We yeah. better get out of here. Which is that's just so dishonest. I can't believe it. Yeah, but. it's crazy that oh, it well. happened. But yeah. you did a good job with that. Yeah. And the I even really was like you. detective status. There was one that nobody was paying on, and I was like, this is just so weird. It's like this guy went off the face of the earth. Nobody can get a hold of him. We tried contacting. We tried all of the things, right. all of the normal ways of being like, hey, come pay, right. leaving messages, whatever. And I was like, okay, the guy before me couldn't even get a hold of him. So I'm like getting on the internet, doing my research. Veronica and Mars. I find, <laughs> seriously, I was Veronica Mars status. I get on the internet and I do research and I find his name in like a newspaper saying he had gone to jail. And I was like, yes, time to put it up for auction. So I called my boss and I'm like, so. Figured it out. I figured it out. This guy has been in prison. And that's why he's not responding. And it, that's why he's not paying. And he's like, okay, put it up for auction. And I'm like, okay, hopefully he doesn't come hopefully back and kill me. You don't make an enemy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good times. You did a good job with that. That was, that was a very... Even though it was like, okay, now we have to put a lot of work into this. Okay, now we're not mooching. Okay, like so. But let me illustrate the living situation. <laughs> we were in a one-bedroom studio, little basically. tiny trailer. It was it was what six hundred square feet. It was technically two bedrooms. How many square foot was it? I think six hundred. Six hundred square. Yeah, technically it was, but one of them was the office. So we couldn't put anything so of ours in there. It was for the storage unit. So we had a bedroom on the on the far end, and that was James and Corbin's bedroom. Mm -hmm. And then we had a laundry room outside of that, and a bathroom. Mm -hmm. And then we had a kitchen, dining room, living room, and we slept on the futon and lived on that futon for a couple years. No. Yeah. A couple years. Yeah. Two thousand twelve to two thousand fourteen. Yeah. But in that time, they got us a new storage, it a was new two house. Years. Okay. Yes. So it's so, so at least a year and a half. Yeah. We lived on that futon. Yep. And that's where and we you know what? Living in the living room on a futon was much better than having all four of us in one room with no kitchen, no bathroom. It was an upgrade. Living in somebody else's house. <laughs> like it was or in the forest, <laughs> in, in the yet. wilderness, <laughs> in a tent that's with right. a four month old. So we were living large yes. and so happy. And we were making good money because I was also working full time making I think twelve dollars yep. an hour. Yep. The place I was working, I actually got hired on right away. Yep. And I got an immediate promotion. Uh -huh. I don't know why I got the promotion. If they saw something in me, if I was like really savvy. He was just, he cared. And the people that were working there were kind of young adults. And yeah. they didn't, they were the kind of stage where, <laughs> where we were just recently, right before that, where we were like, we don't really care. They were a lot, a lot of them were singles. Maybe it was because I was married and they figured I'd be around for a while. You'd be a little bit more responsible. And you yeah. were. So, yeah. so they, 
that I got an immediate Maybe promotion. you were just really good at it. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't sell yourself short, you know? <laughs> I got the immediate promotion and I, I became basically the auditor of the entire warehouse. Yep. Where I would go through all of the inventory of the entire warehouse yep. every day and make sure all the numbers matched up, all the products were on the right shelves. Um, and I got to play detective a lot too. Yep. Because we would have products go missing and they're like, okay, this inventory should, should be this number and it, it is not. not. Be gone. And so I'd have to do all this computer tracking. It was actually really cool because literally I'd come into work with no agenda for the day. No have plan. All these problems handed to and you. I would have dozens of problems <laughs> and I would just work and work and work. And I was so that was busy. was one of those jobs. They should have hired two other people to do that job. Oh, I could have easily had an assistant helping and me. And you always came home like, oh, I hate this because it's never, it's a never ending it's job. Never done. I never feel satisfied. I never feel like, oh, I did a good job. I could and never it's come done. home and say, I'm done. I did everything. He was always like, I tried to get this all done and I still had this huge stack of papers to do and all that But at the same time, it was kind of fun because literally there was never an end. So it was like my days went pretty quick because I was nonstop playing detective, working, finding. And it was kind of fun, challenging projects. It was a good. Everything was a puzzle there. Oh man, that was just a good time. Like it was. It switched from being very hard, from being very, (sighs) I don't know, a hard life. To yeah. being like, nope, this is good. We're all on the same page. We're all working as hard as we can. We're all e- even. That's for sure something that that switched <laughs> to. We were all even. We were even, weren't we? Yes. It was good. <laughs> and really, even looking back, I feel a little bit bad because I know that the storage unit job stressed you out. Oh, it made me stop being able to breastfeed. To the point that yeah, you stopped producing milk. Because what, how I would live is during the day, I would be in the sto- in our house but there was a doorbell that would ring anytime anybody came in our office that was the one room off of the tiny house that we had. So I, we would be in there and I would be like in the middle of changing a poopy diaper or breastfeeding. And all I could think about is I have to do this as fast as possible because if I don't, somebody's going to ring the doorbell. You could and literally never get comfortable. No. Because any minute so someone would be the there at the house needing help. And it was just so hard. So because of that, I stress built up in me and I was unable to produce milk anymore. You stopped at like what? Almost six months. You barely made it. I think six I don't months. even know if I made it that far. Maybe yeah. it was, he was the shortest amount of time I've ever nursed any of our kids. And you know what makes me feel bad? He also has the most problems like lung problems, health, health, health problems, even though he's a perfectly healthy, happy, he just has asthma kid, and sometimes he's he allergic to a lot of things. Even and though he had bronchiolitis twice when, when he was, was a really kid, small. like or when he was a baby, like toddler yeah. age. So anyways, that was kind of disappointing. But, you know, it was at that time it was like, no, he's going to get the food he needs one way or another. It will be okay, And we have to keep this job like it was everything to us at that time. Yep, It was a big change for us. So when you stopped producing milk, you started feeding him goat milk. I remember that. Yeah. That's what my mom did when one of my siblings. That's why that's why we did it, because he's like, my mom said. We should do goat milk and you should blend or juice carrots and celery. And goat milk. But I think we did formula too, didn't we? Or did we just do goat milk? Just goat milk with Corbin the whole time. And he he turned out okay. He's a sharp, smart kid. That was another one of those fights we had when we were growing, like when we were growing up (sighs) as parents and a family. The fights that we would have often were Michael was very adamant that I should breastfeed. And if I couldn't or if I 
didn't want to. He's like, absolutely not. That's not an option. Well, I think because I know how, how healthy it is and uh-huh. how good it is for a baby to have that. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I, to be really honest, there's a part of me that's like, well, if I was the mom, no matter how much I didn't <laughs> want to, I would do it. <laughs> And I can't. These are the kind of conversations we have. (laughs) (laughs) If I was in your shoes, this is how I would do it. So you better do it that way. Because I I would if I could, but I can't. (laughs) That's the kind of conversations we have. (laughs) Right? I mean, there was. Well, I did agree. You did it. But there was these considerations that weren't an option for you that were for me, like stress. Like I, the stress of knowing that you weren't okay if I couldn't do it made me feel like even more pressure. Hmm. And there was one other thing, and this has hit every single one of our kids when we get to this stage. It's always stressful. And that is when I'm breastfeeding and the baby isn't getting enough, they start fussing for more, for more, but they start doing that for like a month. And I'm tr- in that time, just the transition period of me trying to say, hey, it's time. They need more food. They're not getting enough. Yeah. You don't believe me because you're still working. You're busy. You're doing other things. And so you're like, no, it's not as bad as you think. You just need to keep trying. So I would, with all of the kids, have kept trying for longer than I should have. Every <sighs> mom that listens to this is going to hate me. No. <laughs> it's, well, I'm a terrible husband. It's, no, because what you were doing, you were doing it in the idea that, I know what's right for our kid and you better do it that way. Like, because I don't want you to hurt them. And I'm thinking it's not going to hurt them because they're already hurting. They just haven't, they're not getting the food they need. And he's like, well, try all the things. Like it wasn't just like, oh, they're crying. It's because they're hungry. Keep trying. It was like, oh, they're crying. It's probably not because they're hungry. They're probably getting enough. You probably need to burp them more. Or maybe they have colic or all these other things. He's like, go through all those things and i'm like trust me i know i have this feeling he's not getting enough he's yeah. not full but we just disagreed with that and we've done that on every kid so let's make they it really a goal with this baby <laughs> when they get to that point just let me well i'll just be extra careful not to have that stress this is the first time we'll have a kid where i'm home and you're home and we yeah. have that freedom because we've never had that but before. But I think I've also gotten to the point with all the kids that we've had so far that I'm like, no, when it gets to that point, I make that decision. It's okay. Because I'm the one feeding them and I have had enough experience that I know. It's been a long time since we've had a baby. <sighs> I know. It's going to It's going to really be hard. Well, do you agree? <laughs> I guess we'll see when we get there. Oh right? my goodness. <laughs> well, um, I think that covers it. Yep. This was a fun podcast. Moving yeah. back to Utah. We're back home near the family again. Finally back. Your dream. Family. That's good. We also learned through all of that that Michael wants to be around his family, but he doesn't need it. But you need it. But I need it yeah. and I want it. So it's we've so both you get kind it. Of made the compromise and yeah. knowing what both of us can handle and right. what both of us can't. So and I love you. And I love and you. And I want too. you to be happy. And I want you to be happy too. And we still go visit his family, by the way. And we're on good terms with them. Yeah. I hope we're still on good terms with them after they hear this podcast. After all the podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If we're not, that's not our fault. We just oh, told things as it was. Yeah. It's not sugar-coated or exaggerated. Yeah. It is what it is. And they weren't bad. No. Nope. It was just 
hard to live in the same house. That's all. That's just how life is, though. Yep. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube to Yay. Beach Theory, or you can follow us on Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify and Anchor. And yep. any other other place that you might find a podcast. We're and there. if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, leave it in the comments below or on Anchor. You can also leave a voice message, right? I think so, yeah. And then we can bring that into this podcast. So we're compiling. And we're, talk about we're taking of all of your compact, all of your questions and comments and things that you want us to talk about. We're making a list for season two. Once we, once we cover all this stuff that we're wanting to talk about, we're going to have Basically a whole other series since being married. Yep, we're going to do a lot of Q&A and it's going to be a lot more interactive. Yes. So, keep them so coming. It's this season 1 is going to be our history. And yep. then season 2 is going to be more topics that you guys want us to talk about and interaction between you questions and, and us. answers and interviews with other podcasters. So it's going to be really fun. Or YouTubers. Yeah, it's going to be great. Thanks yes. for tuning in. We love you guys. All right. Until next week, we'll see ya. Bye. Bye.